Conversation, rock and more. It's back to the arena. The interviews. What's up, my rock and roll amigos? It is me, DC, back for another episode of Back to the Arena, the interviews. I thank you for checking out the podcast each week. I bring an artist onto my syndicated radio show, Back to the Arena, and we talk about their brand new album and play a couple songs off of it as well. And that is just what we're going to do today on this episode. Back in 2022, the band Giant released a brand new album with a new lead singer called Shifting Time. And I'm going to talk with the drummer and co-founder of the band, David Huff, when we come back on this episode of Back to the Arena, the interview. Back to the Arena, the interviews. Hello again, everybody. DC with you. It's Back to the Arena, the interviews. I saw the band Giant. Uh, at the now-defunct concert venue Poplar Creek Music Theater in Illinois back when they opened up for Heart. And ever since, I have been a fan of the band Giant. And right now, I have the pleasure of speaking with one of the founding members of the band. Welcome, David Huff, to Back to the Arena. Thank you, DC. Thanks for having me, man. Appreciate it. Hey, no did, did, problem. Did we, did we rock so hard we blew the arena up? What happened? You, you must have. <laughs> I don't know if it's still there. Um, I, you know, I don't live in Illinois anymore, but um, uh, yeah, I mean, you blew it up that night. I remember that because that was my first uh, <laughs> first taste of you guys, and I'm like, I got to go out and buy this record. Oh, thanks, man. Appreciate or, that. Or back then, it was a cassette, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's that? Yeah, maybe a CD. Maybe a CD. Yeah. <laughs> Well, kudos to you guys uh, on a great record. Uh, the new album, Shifting Time, uh, is a great release. Uh, I should say congrats on several great records, but this one, uh, the, the new one, is awesome as well. Oh, thank you, man. Man, we had we had an absolute blast making this. And and uh, thank you for Frontiers for keeping this genre alive, you know, in, in uh, Europe. And, and uh, you know, it's kind of leaking back into the U.S. again, man. I'm really excited about that. Yeah. I, I could do my part in leaking it because I want to see some of these bands. And, uh, you know, it's like they're all over there. They're all touring over there. Well, when they can tour, but you know what I mean? Man, I, you know what? That that was one of our, you know, it's what, making this record, you know, and getting some of the response we have so far from the video. And, man, you know, we really want to play, play some live shows. And, and we actually are in negotiations right now about uh, filming a live show, some, some of the old giant stuff, you know, original stuff and some of the new record, too. So. That should be coming up, you know, shortly should be should be getting that ironed out. And so that's exciting, man. Yeah. I mean, speaking of the the first record, it came out in 1989, uh, had one of the best power ballads ever. I'll see you in my dreams. Um, kind of take it from there and uh, give us the, the short but uh, detailed history of the band Giant. <laughs> well, I mean, as, as everyone who, who has known rock and roll music, the, uh, you know, it was a great time in, in, uh, in rock, you know, and it was, it was rock was pop music back then. It was, it was, you know, leading the charts in pop music. And, and, uh, I don't know the exact day, but I know it was in 90, 91 ish kind of maybe 92 when Pearl Jam and uh, Nirvana came out and massively changed the landscape. And, uh, so when that happened, uh, we actually had a, a two or three month tour, you know, all planned out in uh, Europe and that canceled. And so we had, everybody had to, you know, in, in the rock era, everybody had to kind of take inventory where you are, what do you do? And, and for us, uh, there was not, you know, I think we were a little late to the party as giants, you know, if we, if we had a few more hits out, we probably would have 
weathered that storm, you know, like, like the band's journey and th- those kind of guys, just, they, they had, they had their, they had their shows and, you know, they had their demands, you know, to even, even at that time. But uh, you know, we, we, we went back to the drawing board and, and we did our, you know, we came up in the studio world and producing records and playing on different records. So we kind of morphed back into that. Fast forward to 2010, we put out a record with different lineup and I don't know if it was too soon or not the right lineup. Um, but I don't think it got, it, it was received as well as this new record. Um, I got a call a few years ago from frontiers and said, man, would you be interested in doing another record? I said, yeah, you know, with the right lineup and, and, uh, Kent was brought to my attention and man, I heard his, his, uh, his, he did a version of stay a giant tune. And I was like, man, this guy is incredible. So, so fast forward, we, we, we put him, you know, asked him to be in the band. We got songs together and then, then our next challenge, the speed bumps and the hurdles were, was this pandemic to how do you make a record with a singer in Sweden? And, uh, you know, John, the guitar player lives in Memphis, which is three hours from Nashville, which is not a problem. You just drive. But, but, uh, we can't was a uh, landlocked, so to speak. <laughs> so with technology, we made a record, you know, with him, uh, via Skype and all the technologies of audio movers and stuff. So you could listen real time and, and, uh, it was it was a really it was a great experience making a record, you know, in during this time. So, yeah, I mean, technology has kept us uh, people that are you know sheltered from COVID um, still able to hear new rock because you know if this would have happened yeah. you know in, in the eighties or even two thousand, um, we might nobody might have any new music. Yep, yep. Yeah. I mean, you know, the, the the live scene basically died for a year and a half, right? I mean, it's just kind of it's, it's inching back to, you know, to his feet, but slowly. And I mean, I, I, I've worked on a lot of big records, you know, in, even in the country world that these, these guys that are headlining a, a like stadium tour had, haven't toured in two years. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, fingers crossed, we, we get this world back to, to kind of where it was before. And the importance of live music, man, is it's, it's really evident, right? I mean, sports and live music sports has, has weathered the storm, so to speak. Um, uh, but music I and mean, music is, is, is trying to, you know, and, and I think it's getting back to it. And I have some friends that are touring. It's like, it's not like it was before, but it's, you know, it's gaining some momentum again. So, yeah. Well, you know, we had Kent Hilly back, uh, in June on the show talking about his rumble CD. Um, yeah. I, even back then, you know, I don't know if things were in works with you guys already, he wouldn't tip his hand, but I know he talked about, you know, loving the music of giant. So I'm sure it's probably a, a dream for him to play with you guys as well. Yeah, it, it was wild because he, he said he was a fan of ours and, and I'm, you know, and I hadn't heard about him. I heard about him about two years before the, the, the Serafino from Frontiers sent me his thing. And and uh, yeah, it, it's just flattering. You know, it, it, it's flattering. It's also like, hey, man, you know, I'm not that old. Right. <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, he he he, he fit the band. He fits the band really well because he's got a very. A rock voice, a great rock voice, but he's also got a soulfulness to him too. That that's kind of like, like my brother was. You know, my Dan is 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 a great singer. He's very very soulful rock singer. You know, and I, and that's kind of what we grew up on, like the Lou Grams and the Paul Rogers and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Bono had a soulfulness to him that that kind of it's not typical rock and roll, right? And uh, Kent really fits that bill, man. Yeah. Well, the first album had me as a fan, you know, with I'm a Believer and Innocent Days. I still turn those uh, songs up when they come on. Uh, oh. Just like the new album, you know, hooked with the first single, uh, Let Our Love Win. Talk about that first single. 
Yeah, man. I mean, you know, we 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 had the pleasure of working with Alessandro from from Italy, and uh, who is a, you know a big time producer himself, big time writer, artist. He's he's I think he I call him the Swiss Army knife of rock and roll music, man. This this guy he <laughs> he literally does everything. Well, well, we teamed up and uh, and we really relied heavily on him, his songwriting, and his team to to work with us in, in for Giant in and, and uh, he became such an integral part of our of our sound you know it's like we get some demos and just try we work our arrangements over here and 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 uh and it's like the keyboard parts were brilliant so i was like hey you know hey can we hire you to play keyboards on it and he's like yeah sure and his background vocal was hey man can you can you uh can you add some background vocals and he's like, yeah he mixed the record i was like so so he you know he he was going to be our our mixer right well well mike and i who produced it said man we got to give him production credit because he's, he's all over this record so He's a, he's a, we we basically consider him the fifth member of Giant. Yeah, you know, he's 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 a really integral part of this record. Yeah, and he was just on again talking about his Edge of Forever CD. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I love I could talk to him all day. He's uh, he could be a motivational speaker as well. <laughs> he he is. He's a great guy, man. We, we obviously making a record. You know, he and I had had countless conversations about direction and about you know this and that. And, and uh, man, he's just he's he's so cool. He's a cool guy. Yeah. Great talent. I mean, but also it's also nice when you work with a talented person who's who's a, a a charming, kind person too, who actually enjoys what they do. Is it you know? It's like since it's in my brothers and I DNA to to all we know is music. We've been making records since we've been in high, like ninth graders in high school, and and you know we we treat it as we respect this art form. We respect music. Every song we do, we we try to give it our best, and we were taught that from our father. You know and. Yeah. And uh, Alessandro's the same way, which I really, you know, I gravitate towards that. Let's check out the song Let Our Love Win off of the Shifting Time album on this classic retro episode of Back to the Arena, The Interviews.
Station and more rock coming up after this quick break. Bring it back another classic episode from David Huff when he joined us on the show. It's back to the arena. I am your host, DC. Glad to be with you today. Uh, you had some amazing names help out uh, with the production and writing of Shifting Time. Uh, names like uh, Christian Fire, Mike Palace, Jonas Erickson, just to name a few. How were you able to draft such an all-star behind-the-scenes crew of the album? Well, I mean, you know, it, it helps to have, you know, Giant in, in, in that era, it helps to have that name. But uh, but Frontiers it, Frontiers Records ha, has really been the champion of of rock and roll music and has revived it from you know when it you know I won't say it died but in the U S you know it it really was was not there was no outlet for it really you know country music became kind of the outlet for rock kind of southern rock and and uh but yeah these, these cats man I mean uh when when they found out that we you know we, we wanted people involved i mean you know we we got a lot of love from from them man i mean we're we're eternally grateful yeah really helped really helped yeah i mean and that's kind of why i started the show uh, 3 years ago trying to get people you know back to the arena uh, and bring back those glory days of the 80s and early 90s before uh you know like you said nirvana and pearl jam and and it's always funny you know that you know you guys were kind of you know Pearl Jam and Nirvana almost, you know, put a lot of groups like you out of business. Uh, and when you mention them, you know, it's like the first thing I want to do is like, you know, scowl. Uh, but you guys say it with like such like, you know, like you didn't mind, like because it's music. And well, to me, if I was a band, I would be, you know, pissed. Well, you know, I mean, first of all, Dan and I and Mike are, we, you know, we're studio rats. We, we produce a lot of records. We play on a lot of records and, um, and even more so than that is that we love new art. I mean, it, come on. I mean, you can't not negate how influential Pearl Jam and Nirvana are in music. I mean, their art form is right. not everybody is full of angst, you know, but it's, man, it, it's really cool. And, and if you, I don't want, you know, Dan and I, you know, we're best friends. We work on stuff ever since high school, we work every week together. Right. We still do. And we always will till we, till we not here. And, and you know, art art is ever evolving, and and we appreciate new art, and and you know, to me, you know, uh, we got to go back and make a different art, and and uh, and I, we never wanted to be the guy, you know, the, the old man, get off our yard, you know, get off our lawn, you know, it's like, we're not like that. We we appreciate music, and and uh, you know, it it knocked us out of a you know a position, but same point. You know, you can either be bitter or you can go and, and do what you're supposed to do in life and, and be grateful. And, and and not everybody's wired that way. But, but you know, it, it, and I will say it wasn't discouraging. We had a three month tour cancel. But but at the same point, you, some things in life you don't have control over. And you, mm -hmm. the only thing you have control over is, is who you are and how you act. And right. And and us as musicians, you know, we have control over how hard we work on our art form. That's all we got. And. And, uh, and hopefully we prove that to, to people. And, and, you know, we're flattered that there's, there's giant fans out there. I mean, to be honest with you, it's people ask us about it in the States and it's kind of like, you know, wow, it's been a long time, but you know, there, there's some hardcore giant fans and man, we're, I'm flattered. I mean, I like floored from that yeah. and very appreciative. Yeah. I mean, I still listen, like I said, I crank up those songs whenever I hear them, them classics from 1989. Uh, and I listen to every style of music 
you know, country dance. I listen to EDM if I, you know, if I'm in the mood. But I, I think I just never got into quote unquote grunge because it took away my, you know, my Skid Rose and my Teslas and all that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It it was the ice age for the yeah. dinosaurs, right? Yeah. But I mean, you know, if if you look at it analytically, right? Like like analytics are are. I don't base my life on them, but but you but you do have to look at some analytics. Sometimes you go rock and roll bands. You know, what's rock and roll about? It's about, you know, it's about F the establishment. It's about being individuals, about being proud and loud, right? And then, then you start looking at rock and roll music and going like, okay, all of a sudden you got the Diane Warrens, who's a friend, who's a, it's a historic hit songwriter, who's writing the hit songs for rock and rollers. And, and you start going, oh my gosh, then that's becoming, isn't that becoming a little like ironic? <laughs> yeah. And so- and so rock, you go, I mean, you got these, you got the stones throwing drum sets out hotel rent windows and, and just being crazy. Well, rock became, you know, ballads, which is great. I love rock ballads, but the art form became, I guess, too soft. And then you got Nirvana, who's, who's like, you know, they're, they're got some troubled souls and, and, and they're, they're relaying that through music, which is a great art form. Everybody's got something they're dealing with in life. You know, like you just said, you got to be in the mood for it. Well, we're all, we all deal with pain. We all deal with, with disappointment. We all deal with happiness and all the emotions. Music is a timestamp for that. And, and uh, you know, I'm glad that the rock and roll is, is 80s are, are making some sort of a comeback, you know, and there's a whole new generation that is, can, is, is going to be exposed to that. And which is really cool. Yeah. Really yeah. Cool. And it's my exciting. daughter grew up on, you know, Slipknot and Five Finger Death Punch, but when she listens to some of my radio stations that play the melodic rock, the eighties rock, it's funny because then I'll hear her playing it in her room, you know, and she's like, Oh, I like that song. And so she's kind of, you know, kind of bits and pieces out of the eighties and out of, out of the new yeah. melodic rocks. So I'm trying to instill that her and, uh, <laughs> you know, help out with the next generation, point them in the right direction. Oh, well, good, man. Well, it's, it's, it's a great art for me. Like, like I'll give you a perfect example of like people that have gone to like their, like the, the stud farm, whatever, just to go out to pasture for, you know, after end of a career, I grew up on bands like the Doobie brothers. Well, um, you know, amongst 20 other different kind of artists. And, and, uh, I had the chance, I met with them and I said, Hey, you know, they're playing casinos. And I said, man, I got an idea. Why don't you make a record in Nashville? Why don't you do, let's, let's, let's do your hits with some big country stars. And I said, because there is a whole, generation that doesn't even know your music that deserves to know your music so fast forward i produced a record on them i got my buddies zach brown jake uh, uh um blake shelton to name a bunch of artists and and we did and i even got michael mcdonald back in the mess i said mike you know i got this idea to do this record and and he, he did it i said you know it's not going to be about record sales but but it's going to change your 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 career trajectory and it did tra trajectory so now, now they're out playing, they're not playing casinos, they're playing with Journey, all these different bands headlining, you know, arenas yeah. again, which is exciting. And there's a whole new generation. They've got their whole fans, but they've got new ones too. So maybe we need to do something like that with rock and roll music. Yeah. I mean, it was great last summer. You know, I think the Doobies were here in Indianapolis. Um, there was, um, who was the other one? Uh, Chicago was here again. So it was kind of cool seeing these groups playing the, the, the big venues again, instead of, you know, casinos or smaller, smaller. I mean, it, it's not knocking casinos because playing right. music is, you know, it, it's, it's a luxury and it's, and it's a gift. 
But like you said, getting out to where it's, it's commercially viable again, that that's a huge thing. Yeah. You know, that's a huge yeah. thing. Well, your second single, let's uh, talk about your stuff, um, is another great melodic rock masterpiece. Tell us about the song and the video for Never Die Young. Well, um, we, we, like I said, we had, we had a challenge making the record. Um, we had a fun time making it. And, and uh, that song seemed to be a, a natural single. Um, it has a guest appearance on, on the guitar, as you probably know him as uh, my brother, Dan Huff. Little, little, not well-known uh, guy named Dan Huff. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I mean, that, I mean, it's it's one of those songs that it, it fits the giant brand to me. It's it's exciting. It's very much a single, and and uh, it man, it's just you know the art form. I, DC, I gotta say, man, it's like when we made this record, um, going in the studio, man, it, you know, you look around. Mike and I were tracking. We tracked at my buddy Jonathan Kane's studio in Nashville, you know, at Addiction Studio, and and you get in their planes like, Oh my gosh, this art form is powerful. I mean, I, f- I forget you play on different records and you do different things, but rock and roll is, is a very powerful art form. And, and I really, I, you just see how much we missed it. And, and we got to do that and we got to make, make a video on it um, in, in um, here in Nashville and, and with, with the, uh, you know, the genius of technology and, and uh, we made the video without Kent, but he's part of it, you know, and, and, right. Yeah, it's just such a blast making this kind of music, man. Here's the song Never Die Young off of the giant Shifting Time album. I'm back to the arena, the interviews.
Never Die Young from the band Giant. That is music off of their Shifting Time album with new lead singer Kent Hilly. And David, uh, you never got to meet Kent Hilly in person yet? Never met Kent in person because because we started this during the pandemic. <laughs> I've had countless you know Zoom calls, That's countless crazy. WhatsApp calls and video calls and you know audio movers is a great you know it's something i endorse and and, and man they, you know real-time audio all over you know you can sit down and mix you can play stuff real time and talk about it and so no not yet man i mean we're talking about doing recording a live uh show right now like filming it and uh obviously you know we're just, we're waiting on right. this pandemic to settle down you know get, get back to yeah. normal will there be a third video or another single coming up for the spring I hope so. I hope so. I mean, you know, that that's that's based on, you know, that's not on on the artist's wish wish list. I mean, it's it's based on the the label. Um, but but I I think so. I mean, there's plenty of songs on this record, man, that are, you know, I'm we're I say I say I'm we're proud of. I mean, we we really feel like this is a this is a good statement for Giant. It's it's on our brand. It's it's evolved from last runaways, but but you know, so did uh so did Time to Burn. Time to Burn was a little evolving from from uh, Last Runaways. So we hope the fans, you know, you know, can uh, can appreciate this art. And so far, the feedback I've gotten has been really, really overwhelmingly positive. It's been great. Yeah, I mean, it's been over thirty-two years since I've seen you guys live, so I think I'm due. <laughs> hey, that, that's 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 a, that's a request that we got to take serious because we can't. That, that's too long. That's way too much. Too big of a gap. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, before I let you go, I want to have you participate in our segment, uh, Rapid Rocker Response, where I'm just going to read off 10 random questions to you, and you're going to blurt out the first answer that comes uh, into your mind. All right. You ready? Oh, Jesus. Okay, here we go. Have you ever seen a kangaroo in person? I have. In Australia. Uh, Not Nashville, Australia. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) That'd be kind of strange. (laughs) Maybe on Zoom or or Skype. (laughs) Oh, in person. No, actually, the National (laughs) Zoo, too. Oh, what am I saying? Yeah. (laughs) Have you ever ever seen a Kent Hilly in person? No. (laughs) When people give a standing ovation, are you one of the earlier people to stand or one of the later people to stand? Depends. I'm usually a little bit lazier, a little little, little bit more like a Snoop Dogg, but... (laughs) But it depends. It depends on the artist. It, you know, I, I can be the only yeah. one to give standing ovation too. You know, I, I have no, I have no inhibitions. If, if if that be the case, I would do it. Okay, cool. Would you rather be besties with Beyonce or Rihanna? Beyonce. Beyonce. Okay. I actually passed her in, in an award show one time, and the world went in slow motion. Just saying. <laughs> so if I, if I ever get the chance to actually meet her in person, yeah, for sure. <laughs> do you know the capital of New York? Uh, is it Syracuse? No, no, Albany. Albany. Shit. No. <laughs> we we can edit that. Uh, <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> Did you ever, or do you still believe in Santa Claus? I absolutely believe in Santa Claus. I still, I'm a kid. I'm a big overgrown kid, bro. Come on, come on. Yeah. Do you consider dogs equal with people? Yes. Have you ever been to Africa? I have. Produced the record in Africa. Yes. Wow. As, yeah. and, and being a drummer, I'm, I'm ruining your quick, your, your quick no, record okay. fire, but <laughs> being a drummer, it was obviously a, a thing to, to uh, you know, I started off as a drummer and I was like, going to Africa is, is like, is like the Mecca, right? It's like, and I did, man, it, it, it was, uh, it was an, it was an experience, a lifetime experience. Yeah. Who, 
would we know who you produced? Is it a, a no? I I I, I did. I, it, it was crazy. I did an in, instrumental record with, and, and it, then I, I went over to record uh, um, a choir, an African choir, and then I recorded it. To, the the label at the time had an idea of like doing like it was almost like an enig- enigma kind of record, like you know, kind of like a worldy kind of like undertone, rhythmic kind of thing. And so I said, well, uh, let's. You know, there's a choir in Africa. Let's go get them, and then I, I'll put music to it after the fact. And I did. That's what I did. And uh, it was, I mean, it was awesome. It was a great experience. It was back when I had to record it remotely with a DAT player, with a with a remote DAT player, which is crazy. Hmm. Then I, you know, had all, all sorts of pitching problems, and you know, you know, didn't have you know, A four forty with me over there. So, but it was pretty cool. Yeah. It was really cool, and I got to stay. I traveled for another 10 days to the Kruger National Park, stayed there, did a bunch of stuff and got to actually work with some Zulu uh, drummers. It, it was it was it like blew my mind. Wow. Yeah, that had to be pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, back to the response. Yeah, I bet you didn't expect that answer, did you? <laughs> <laughs> Would you ever eat a day old taquito from 7-Eleven? No. No. <laughs> would, no. would you eat a regular taquito from 7-Eleven? Probably not. I'm a little bit. I'm a prima donna. I gotta say, okay. yeah. No. What's the most number of hours that you've watched TV in a single day? Oh man. Well, when Yellowstone came out, I think I went through the, the all three series. So I don't. I I can't tell you how long that was, but it's embarrassingly I binged on that one for sure. Yeah. I'm a, I'm actually just started season two of that. So that's wow. Kind of yeah. <laughs> And final question, have you ever Instagrammed pictures of your food? No. I'm not a big Instagrammer. Um, I have an Instagram handle. It's at David Huff Music. So I don't know. I've never done food. Not yet. <laughs> the reason why is I don't think people give give a, a rat's rear about what I eat. I, I, don't, I don't think I'm that interesting of a guy. <laughs> well, now you should go to 7-Eleven and take a picture of a taquito. I think I think I'm gonna do that. I think I'm gonna try that. I'm gonna try it on DC's recommendation. <laughs> I don't recommend it. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, the new album "Shifting Time" is now out uh, from Giant. Uh, you can follow the band on Facebook and Instagram. Giant the band is the handle. Uh, David from Giant, uh, appreciate your time and uh, awesome album, and I can't wait to see you guys out on tour again. It's been 32 years, man. Hey, DC, thank you for your support, man, for us and for the, the art form. I appreciate you, man, from the bottom of my heart. Really do. Thank you. Well, that'll wrap things up for this episode of Back to the Arena, the interviews. But I'm going to do something that we have never done here on the show. I'm going to play a song from the band that's not the album we're talking about. This goes way back to the early 90s uh, when the tour that I first saw Giant, they played this song and I was hooked. This is Innocent Days from Giant and I will see you next time on another episode of Back to the Arena, the interviews. Please subscribe. Thank you very much. Visions, our love is a series of visions Taste on my lips A whispering word in We're children just playing a passion
the next episode of Back to the Arena, The Interviews. Hi, I'm Lessa Cadet, host of her Extraordinary Life by Design podcast, where we celebrate women who are shaping their lives one extraordinary day at a time. I speak with women from all over the world about what they do and how they are passionately pursuing their dreams and creating meaningful impacts on their communities. So come join us and learn about all there is to learn about these extraordinary women. Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Peter. We're the founders of Electrocast Media, bringing you great podcasts like Nightmare Road Stories, Tech Talk Revolution, and Bodacious Minds. Electrocast networks include Ruby for female empowerment, the best business network, and GPN for geopolitics. We built this company to create community and amplify diverse voices, and we really appreciate your support. 
So keep listening to Electrocast Podcasts and hear the culture. Electrocast.